Terra Doc X, Episode 6, Nest. Okay, new day, new reports. What's on the... Ooh, an extraterrestrial report. This should be fun. I can't wait. <coughs> report number 20230825-B360. Date, 25 August 2023. Entity involved. Varga. Class B Extraterrestrial Location, Colville, Washington State, United States of America Issuing Observer, Observer Winston Attending Field Agent, Agent Boren On the 25th of August, Observer Winston correlated several reports of blackouts, memory loss, and fatigue among civilians in Colville, Washington. These symptoms matched a number of potential encounters, most of which would be due to extraterrestrial involvement, so Agent Burring was dispatched to investigate. At 15.22 local time, Burring touched down in Spokane and, after driving to Colville, immediately moved to make contact with the local authorities. As the characteristics exhibited in this encounter were applicable to multiple extranormals, they hoped that more information would be able to narrow down the options. According to the reports they had received, the effects had a sudden onset and seemed to intensify the more northeasterly the individual was located. With this in mind, Agent Burring investigated the northeastern parts of Colville, initially limiting their exploration to the city itself, but venturing further out when they detected traces of engine fuel in the air, most likely belonging to a farking vessel. Following the trails of fuel that lingered in the air, Boring eventually made initial contact with the Varga, which was severely injured and resting against a cloaked spaceship. After announcing their presence, our agent and the Varga reached a common language, French, and began to discuss the situation. The Varga identified itself as Datris and claimed to be a member of the Camfuaz Corporation, one of the five recognized members of the Varga Federation. It had been engaged in an exploratory expedition, during which they were wounded. They had been attempting to detour to Olympia to absorb the necessary psychic energy required for healing, but it had underestimated its, its injuries. It hadn't expected to feel the impact of the injury so quick and so intensely, and had been forced to begin draining the local populace before it could make it to Olympia, where it would have been far less likely to have been noticed due to a much higher population. It also claimed that it meant to contact us and request our age once it was fully healed. Agent Burring makes note that this is highly irregular, as the Varga are a very insular species and do not, as a rule, ask for help from anyone, even going so far as pointedly avoiding the NCRD whenever possible. For the Varga to willingly reach out for assistance, it would have to be a very serious threat. This hypothesis was confirmed when Boring asked for specifics on how Deftris had been injured. They claimed that they were 
um, investigating a possible fledgling Mara colony, which insisted still remained a threat. It was after this that the Farkas' condition visibly began to worsen. As per standard procedure, Goring had requested a medevac upon contact, but it was still ten minutes out. Worried the Varga might expire, Boring questioned Datris further about the alleged Mara infestation. After some moments of instability and initial lack of local knowledge, eventually it was discerned that the alleged Mara nest was in Gardner Cave, located in northeast Washington State, near the border with Canada. The Varga explained its clan was stationed in Canada, not too far from the border, though it refused to give Agent Boring any concrete coordinates. That being said, as long as the clan is a registered and verified settlement, it'd be easy enough to locate. According to Datris, its outposts have been alerted to the possibility of Mara infestation during one of its standard scouting expeditions around the boundaries of its compound. During this time, some of the scans had shown alterations in the subterranean layout just outside of their usual area of operations. They had debated whether or not to travel outside of their sanctioned grounds, but figured that, since the cave wasn't directly under the control of any neighboring entities, they wouldn't be stepping on any toes to take a look. Datris was selected for the mission, along with two others, Antrol and Delia. They had approached the cave carefully, remaining close, and then, after that, Datris's memory goes blank. They remember fledgling Mara and a great many eggs. They remember the sound of plasma bursting. Then they remember Antol and Delia dead and being devoured before they were fleeing the cave. As it's told its story, its condition worsened, and the Varga became more and more frantic, insisting that we commit to investigating its claim. Agent Burring agreed to its request, though they do make a point of noticing that any promises made by field agents are not legally or morally binding, and that the NCRD cannot be held accountable for any agreements made by its staff. Unfortunately, the Vargo's wounds have become extremely abrogated on the strain of the interrogation and inspired before Medivac could arrive. Post-encounter measures taken. Body removal via Medivac, transport recovery, and any affected individuals have been added to our surveillance program just to be sure there are no lingering effects. To dissuade any other investigations, we have worked with local authorities to put out a cover story about dangerous fumes emitted by the nearby Amazon facility being responsible for any noticeable effects. This seems to have worked well enough, and the general populace should be back to normal very soon. The medical team that recovered Datris verified that the wound suffered by the Varga was from a standard plasma weapon rather than the jagged claws and pincers that would be expected from fledging Mara. They also state that the injuries do seem to match up with others from Vargan weaponry, which might point towards a dispute between Datris and a clanmate. However, in my personal opinion, this bit of evidence doesn't rule out possibility entirely. I have been looking at the NCRD Extra Normal Catalog, and though the section on the Mara is very vague, it states that once the Mara grows at its fledgling stage, they begin to show development in psionic abilities that are the first line of offense and defense in adult Mara. 
Agent Burring agrees with the doctors and believes that most likely explanation is that Datris was wounded in conflict with another of his kind, or perhaps a Hagrin. This is not unlikely, as there is a known Hagrin commune not too far from where the other Bargaros sound. Most of these species have a long and antagonistic history with each other. If it was the latter, then Dantris was likely hoping to avoid involving outside forces, namely the NCRD. That being said, I am forwarding this to my superiors, CE Supervisor Forsyth and Director Pierce, as well as Director Meggs, the head field operative for the Pacific branches of the NCRD, as it is recommended by NCRD procedural standards in the possibility of the involvement of any Class X extra normal. We'll also have to send out an agent to the Hagrens. This is not just to make sure that they are aware of events that transpired in case it does not turn out to have been a conflict between the two species, but also check and see if they've encountered anything that might lend credence to one reason or another. Lastly, I have put through a suggestion for putting out a memo to our field agents as well as any hunter contacts in that area to be on the lookout for any other armed Varga in the region. And, you know, also they can keep an eye out for any Mara. In case I'm right, which I totally am. <clears throat> oh, also, the remains of the Varga, Dantris, have been returned to its clan. It took some finesse since it is required that the remains had to be transported across the border, but it was the right thing to do, as well as being a sign of good faith. It wouldn't look very well for us to be discovered with the remains of a Varga who died on this mission. This report was compiled by C.E. Alex Coster on the 28th of August, 2023, submitted with digital, physical, and audio copies as required by standard NCRD procedures. <sighs> I can't believe some of these field agents. I know it's not easy, and I'm sure it sucks having to deal with angry aliens, but what is something as possibly dangerous as this? It's a Class X extraterrestrial! Come on! I only just learned what that means, and even I know it would be an awful idea to risk let something like that get a foothold! Hello? Supervisor Porthus? Yeah, yeah, no, every, everything's fine. I'm forwarding report to you. It's okay. It'll be fine. I'll just move on to the next report. Maybe it'll be something simple, like werewolves, or vampires, or creepy haunted dolls. Never thought I'd see the day where a boring day at work meant hoping for creepy haunted dolls. Thank you for listening to Paradox, a Black Lilac production, written and created by Adam Hansen. Today's episode was performed by Jason Stevens, with audio editing by KB Trusdell. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and rate on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast distributor of your choice.